Listening Dog Media. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The hot mess mum. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Well, welcome. It's season 12. I cannot believe it. Not only that, it's the end of the longest month in history, which is January. <laughs> oh, dearie me. I've been hanging on and hanging on and hanging on. End of Jan, end of Jan, then it's season 12, end of Jan. I was like, when is the end of Jan? And we are finally here. So it's bittersweet. The sweet bit is, obviously, getting rid of January. We've got rid of January. The bitter bit is we've got rid of January. <laughs> It's weird. It's one of those days, Oh, it is. Oh, I've been so like that lately. What about you? Oh, God, yeah. Do you know, January was supposed to be a quiet month, nice and easy. I was going to meditate every day and be really slow and peaceful and grounded. That has not happened at no, all. No, you should be so lucky. I feel, I feel like saying, what planet are you on? Are you on that asteroid that went past the size of an elephant? The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. We're back working with Kuka, the makers of those incredible hot, filtered and sparkling water taps. Getting one at home cuts down the amount of time you'll spend waiting around for the kettle to boil. Plus, their filtered and sparkling water cube add-on means that you'll never be without a refreshing cool drink to sip on. Throughout this season, we'll be talking about how having a Kuka tap can help busy mums and families around the house. And we'll be giving you tips and tricks on how we use ours. For more information, visit kuka.com. Co.uk. That's spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. You know, I can't get my head around that, you know. The asteroid, the size of an elephant, and um, it just missed our planet. Well, I say oh. that. Don't panic, anyone. It's the closest an asteroid's ever got. Right. That all happened this week. Yeah. Did it? I missed that. I'll have to ask Ava Lily. She's into all that stuff. She'll know. I know. She She's likes the crystals, all- doesn't she? And uh, she knows when there's a full moon and not when her mum's going to the loo. <laughs> We haven't been drinking gin, by the way. Okay. Not at all. (laughs) Well, not you anyway. I saw something the other day about acceptance. You know, whatever's going on that day, if you don't want to do it, if something happens and you think, I can't handle it, I can't handle it, um, you've just got to go. I accept it. With it. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think that helps, doesn't it? And also if you've yeah. got, if you can find things that you like, oh, that, that makes my heart sing. Even if it's small things like just being with the kids, anything, isn't it? It's the simple things, you know, or like just flying to Dubai and watching Beyonce. The simple things well, can make you smile. Come on, cheer you up in January. <laughs> Yeah. Now let's talk, let's start on that because that is a happy note to start on. I'm loving it that. Is. So A, you look absolutely stunning. How did this happen? Did you meet her? Did you get to touch her? Oh gosh, I don't know what you're, what you're insinuating exactly there, Kelly. Well, first of all, I don't want to say I'm gloating because I'm not because I didn't like go out of my way to go to this thing. It was purely by accident and that's why it's okay to talk about it in, 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 with a smile because basically it was through somebody I met on holiday who happens to live in Dubai, who I happen to message and say, last minute, I'm coming out just for four days for a rest with the girls. I'm not doing anything at all. I don't want to move from a hotel. I'm that knackered. But if you want to come to the hotel for a cup of, cup of tea, come and say hello, because they live in Dubai. Um, I said, please do. And this person said, her name's Sanal. She went, uh, forget the cup of tea, Jenny. I'll tell you what you can do. You can come and meet me because I am organising with Beyonce one of the biggest music events in history at uh, this new hotel. Wow. I'll tell you what, she's a friend with benefits, isn't she? Oh, God. So there I was, next to Beyonce's mum and dad almost. I mean, a few people away, right in front where that fountainy bit was. I don't know if you've seen it, but all those huge gushing fountains, there was basically a little bit of water separating her to us minions, yeah. It was spectacular. It was epic. Absolutely epic. We got shipped over on a private yacht. And there's little old me because, you know, obviously my friend was doing me a favour, so I couldn't take anyone. So it was Jenny plus none. (laughs) And it was so sweet because Connie and Polly, they obviously left back at the hotel. And uh, I got a bit jittery, I have to admit, because I just didn't know what to expect. And I didn't expect to go anyway. And they were like, Mom, Mom, hurry up, hurry up. You're going to be late. You're going to be late. Do you know what you're doing? We're going to we're gonna wave you off in the taxi. So oh. there they were at reception. And then Connie texted me and said, it's like waving my daughter off to a prom. <laughs> it was so sweet. Bless her. They are gorgeous girls. <laughs> so, oh, that's lovely. I know. I felt so bad. I was like, look, just have whatever you want. Honestly, I'm really sorry. I'm going to leave you now for the best night of your lives, potentially. So I said, just help yourself. So, of course, the M&Ms are out for 20 quid a jar. You name it, they had it. You know, a fair play to them, to be honest. Yeah. It was absolutely Amazing. Oh, I a bit much, that. but amazing. Oh, I love it. What a great, great story as well to sort of tell, but yeah. you deserve it. Something wonderful like that. You definitely do. Everyone deserves it. Well, I think we all do. I just I just happened to bump into the right person at the right time many eons ago and, and made friends with them. So we'll see what we can do. Because I know I'd love to go to the football with you. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. It's really not as glamorous as that. <laughs> I didn't realise how much of a fan you were, Kelly. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Yeah. Come on, tell us about your, your fandom. We got beaten by Manchester United this week. I just go with a load of guys. That's <laughs> just I'm the only girl, but I quite like it, you know, because they all look after me. It's lovely. Yeah. No, I'm sure and they, they'll lend you their scarves and their hand warmers, no doubt. But, you know, that sounds a treat. And you deserve to go to those football matches and be adored and looked after as well. See, it's all different levels. Escapism, isn't it? You know, like, it's so important to have those things that you love doing 
that don't involve, and I mean this in the nicest way, but to find that outlet though, haven't you? Just something just for you. And I love the gym. That's my big thing. And then, yeah, I like going to see Nottingham Forest play. That's my other big thing. And that's just when I'm not mum, I'm Kelly. And that's that's quite a nice little thing to have as well. Lots yeah. of things going on there, isn't there? Big things. So is Chris a big <laughs> thing? <laughs> is Chris a big thing? <laughs> um, oh my God. I think we're very separate at the minute. I think we're going to talk about this probably in another episode when we do relationships. But yeah, okay, it's hard, isn't it? Mm. You know, I think, and I think um, probably he's not so keen on the fact that I go with a lot of men. But that's how that's how it is. They have the season ticket seats, so basically tough shit, Chris. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yes, basically. While we're talking about the gym and mentioning mm-hmm. fitness, because obviously you're very fit as well, into your yoga, mm-hmm. and um, I know that you've got into the gym a bit lately because you've been doing a lot of rehab. You've had a really poorly yeah. knee. I put it on our Instagram to find out what our lovely listeners and followers would like us to talk about. Chara has asked for us to give some advice on how we stay consistent with our fitness routine how is, is T- tara is she young is she because that state of mind as well young mum oh young tara young mum so you're busy enough see at that stage in your life it's i'm just trying to think back when you've got your hands full with younger children but you're younger first of all you've got the energy but you've also got that that extra time that's obviously devoted to the kids much more so than when they're older but even when i was younger and I had younger kids i did still manage to work out one way or another but to, uh, to be honest with you I think it has to be you have to choose a form of exercise that suits your routine at that particular time in your life and it could be you know it might be something where you can't depend on classes at a certain time that you're not going to make because if you've got really young children or babies etc then you know you don't know what's going to happen so maybe something that you can do independently indoors or outdoors what do you prefer and I always think you've got to do all the pros of what you know you're all right about don't force yourself really to do anything that you're not that happy about because you're always going to make an excuse you know and even further down the line now for me I know that I am normally free at 9 30 in the mornings because I've dropped Polly off and I normally don't start work till a bit later so I know I can go to a class I do like to be indoors a lot so I do like a studio so hence the yoga studio and I'd like to live in the Caribbean so hence it's a hot yoga studio (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And sort of fitness wise, your body suits different forms of exercise at different times. You know, I'm in my fifties, so going for a run just doesn't really happen because my knees will be, they're buggered anyway. And I think when you get to a certain stage, you've got to work on other things like strength or mobility, et cetera. So yeah, what suits you, Tara? Ask yourself the question and when and go from there and then you will be consistent. I love that. That's the thing, finding the thing you love as well. And I think when you've got young kids, you need someone to support you, to help you get that time to have that. If it's going to yoga or the gym, your partner hopefully can understand that importance and help Mm. with the childcare or your mum or somebody. So they give you that time to be able to go and do it. Because if you're at home with them as well in the day, that's very difficult. I spent years training at home. Mm. because I couldn't get out. I think that's important too, isn't it? And I think you have to accept sometimes, well, this phase, you know, it's not ideal, but at least I'm still doing it. And, you know, again, don't punish yourself too much. It's, you know, it's okay to compromise a bit. It's brilliant just to be aware and conscious that every little bit counts, no matter what it is, how, no matter how big or small, because it really does make a difference. Yeah, it's consistency over perfection. Always, I think, you know, 
you just keep going with it at your pace. If you can only do one session a week, that's better than no sessions a week. And you can build on that. And I think that that's the key to keeping it in your life. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. We are working with Kuka throughout this series. Kuka taps are a brilliant addition to any family home and are great for keeping busy kitchens running smoothly. Busy kitchens and busy mums by the sounds of it. The tap uses less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle over and over. Just think how many times you do that. Every time hot water is needed, it's just there, literally on tap. In fact, they work using a small tank tucked under the sink, which keeps a few litres of water at 108 degrees, reducing the whole household's water and power waste. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk. That's spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Talking about building on things, you're building on your bum, aren't you? I've seen growing the that. Fantastic. I, am, I mean, yeah. forget Beyonce. Oh. Hello, Kelly. No, we're not there yet, but her and J-Lo, God, I'd love to have their butts. They're, they're fantastic. But saying that, you know how long it's taken me to get my mojo. I'm 41, started this when I was 40. You know, my children are older now and at school, so I've got and I've worked you know, differently to a nine to five job. So I've got that time like you, I know I'm free at a certain time of the morning. I can go and and do those sessions. It sometimes as mums, it takes a while until they're a bit older, until you start to get a bit of you back and you can go on that journey. But Mm. yeah, I'm I'm building my bum. (laughs) Yeah. And it's working. We've noticed. Thank you. Thank you. I'm loving it. Look amazing. It's my everything, you know. Mm. If you're sad, lift. If you're happy, lift. If you're stressed, lift. That's it. Go. No, and it does. It, it's paid off. So, Tara, I hope we've helped you out a little bit there, giving you a glimmer of motivation, but also a, a glimmer of good advice because, you know, it's really important, I think, that you do something for you also. It's great that you asked us, and I think that's what we're encouraging more and more on the Hot Mess Mums. You know, any questions, anything that you think we could help with, um, there could be something quite serious, something quite fun, something about your health or um, your fitness, your mental health. Um, you know, give us a go. I mean, we're not we're not quite gurus, but we can we can only talk from personal experience. There you go. That's it. And share. Absolutely. Well, staying with that. So Catherine has asked us to discuss when you start parenting your parent, looking after them when they get older, which we've both got experiences on. I know it's difficult for you, Kelly, especially at the moment. And it's really sort of like magnified at the moment, hasn't it? Because of your nan being poorly. Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard, isn't it? Um, I mean, and not just when they get old, I should say, because some people have got parents, like one of my dearest school friends um, who I grew up with, we went to play school, primary school, secondary school together. Her mum is the same age as what my mum would have been. She's only 65 and she's she's got uh, dementia. Mm. So it's not just about the older, being elderly. It's also about people who are parenting their parents who are, perhaps poorly and then, you know, got cancer, MS, all sorts of things. So it's very difficult. My nan obviously brought me up. So she's more like my mum and my nan rolled into one. She's nearly 91 and she's very poorly and she's in and out of hospital and loads of stuff going on. And um, it's an emotional overwhelm when you're in that. She's also an hour and a half away from me. And I know you get that because mm. your mum, who is in, looks fabulous and I know is doing really well, mm. she's also quite a long way. And when your dad was poorly, mm. you were traveling yep. as well. And all of that combined with not being able to be on the doorstep all the time, mm. 
that's difficult. You feel a guilt yeah, all the and time. a constant worry. The phone's going to go in the middle of the night mm. you, you, and that kind of thing. It's, uh, it takes its, um, it takes its toll really. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure I've got any advice that would be, I don't know. You just have to go with it. I think also you can always rely on, um, you know, re- rely on other people, ask for help as well. Even if it means, you know, you feel like you have to, you're spending more time traveling to see them or you ha- you're having to spend more time with them at certain times. You know, there, there's quite often somebody who help out with your kids or, you know, if you've got stuff going on at home or, you know, asking your partner to, to you know, sort of like up his ante a bit and, you know, do the housework because you can't spend as much time at home um, because you've got things to do. Uh, with with you know your parents um, especially if you're caring for them um, I think the guilt thing's enormous because basically you don't think you're ever doing enough and you don't think you're ever spending enough time I think you spend enough thought about it I think you definitely spend enough sleepless nights and sort of you, you have a consciousness about them all the time like you know like you said Kelly my mom's fighting fit yeah dad passed away but now she's on her own and she hasn't been for 70 years um she doesn't drive um she's in the middle of the peak district um so I am constantly thinking oh you know I've got to go over there. She needs this. She needs that. But she's not saying it, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I call her twice a day, every day, which I'm sure, you know, people in similar situations do. Um, And that guilt thing, I've just, again, it's acceptance. I know that I will never not feel guilty. So I've got used to it now. Uh, And you can only, it's a cliche, but you can only do your best. Yeah. It's so true. And I I want to define this because I I mean, and you've been amazing and I I know your mum comes and stays with you as well on a regular basis, doesn't she? Mm. So you're getting her with you and the girls and Martin in that house and doing that, which is so lovely. It is lovely, but sometimes it's not ideal. (laughs) (laughs) No, Mm. no, no, God, no. Catherine said when she messaged us about this, she said, it's so hard. She said, um, sometimes you have to give up your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's emotional, financial challenges. Yeah. And she said that um, for her, she's not seen many of her closest friends for more than two years now because she can never commit to time uh, with them and, and trips out. Mm. And that's, you know, that's the effect it can have depending on what the situation is Mm. can be really difficult I mean my nan won't go in a home it's not that we want her to we think she would be better because she'd be around people all the time and carers all the time Mm. but doesn't want to so we've respected that decision but we have put in a a six-week social care package to see how she goes with having them come in her house Mm. you know they only come in for 30 minutes Mm. it's it's not a long time I think it's heartbreaking as well isn't it and I know you'll know this with your dad because he was very poorly as well that you see them kind of lose control over who they are Mm. and their dignity and everything starts to wane oh it's gone and then they start to say things my nan you know and I know it's it's hard isn't it and I'm sure you saw this with your dad but she'll say things like I don't want to leave you but I don't want to be here anymore Mm. oh yeah without a doubt yeah my dad was always saying you know, can't you just give me a pill, please? I just want to die. And um, and then another day I might go there and he'd be a little, he'd be different. But as for the the dignity, that was a big thing, actually. He hated that, people changing him, 
you know, and he sort of lost control of his bodily functions and he was never, ever, I mean, who is that person? You know, it's just, it's just awful, awful. Um, And I think when you become, you know, like you say, the carer, I mean, the whole thing about the care system, et cetera, that's another minefield, but you know, you, you, you may have carers come in, you may not, but either way, you are still a carer as well for those in-between bits because they're big in-between bits because like you say, a lot of carers, they'll only, they only come in for an hour, half an hour, um, maybe once, twice, whatever, um, a day. So you are still the carer. Um, and I think there's something that just clicks in with it all though, isn't there? Like Catherine, um, it sounds like she's 24 seven, um, caring for her, for her parents. So I think she has to, you know, the thing is in our subconscious, when we get to a stage like that, you know, everything else kind of has to wait, doesn't it? It's, it's uh, human nature. You just think, well, I've, I've got no choice and I want to be there. And I'm sure Catherine does as well. Um, and on the flip side, she might look in on herself and think, oh my gosh, I've just not been out with my friends. I've not done anything that I would normally do, you know, socially um, and just for myself. But, you know, there are times in our lives when we devote almost all of ourselves to to caring for our loved ones. Um, I always think back to sort of like indigenous tribes, et cetera, you know, where and probably, you know, back in the day, you know, when we were cavemen, et cetera, or, or, or sort of later, it, it was a role you had to play. It was a part of life. And there came a time, somewhat times, when you would have to nurture and care for for loved ones. Because um, we, forget, we forget this as well. That's such a good point that you're making because they did that for us when we were really young. Yeah. And, you know, I was yeah. two and a half and my brother was a baby when my nan and granddad took us in and she was 51. And, you know, it's, I think that all the time, like I say that to my brother, you know, the life they gave us, we were very lucky. And I said, you know, I can't, I can't magic anything back to make it perfect for her, but I'll do whatever I can to to ease whatever she feels, you know, to help in any way. I mean, it, it's changed the way I am a little bit as well because I've never been able to talk about death or even think about it. Mm. But with this situation, Adam and I, my brother and I, have had to talk a lot about certain stuff. And I think mm. we're on this journey together where we're accepting that we don't really know how much longer we've got her for. A bit like what you said, mm. one day your dad's okay, the next he wasn't. That's very much like what it's like at the moment. So you start to mm. sort of think about the letting go part, the what mm. what that means. You're going through a process that hasn't happened yet, mm. but you're almost getting ready for it. It's a very bizarre thing and it takes you back to your childhood as well. I don't know whether it did that with you when your dad was ill where you kept thinking about what he was like when you were a kid. I do that. Yeah, because you, you look at them and you think they just want us to remember them for those times, you know, and they really don't want you to see them the way they are at that pres- at that moment. They really don't. I know my dad just didn't want anyone really to see him the way he was. Um, so, you know, I think you have to you have to be quite accepting that there's certain things that you know. Obviously, it's not a perfect scenario. And um, and for Catherine, you know, I, again, I think if there's anyone anyone who can just, I don't know, help for an hour, um, if, if that's all, you know, if that's all they can manage, um, just some small nugget of time every now and again, so that she can go and see her friends or go, even go and have a cup of coffee around the corner. Um, it's better than nothing. 
you know, maybe, you know, you could build on that. Um, it's about asking other people for help because unfortunately the way the system is at the moment, we're all kind of buggered when it comes to care and, you know, anything like that. Um, it, it really is. And I'll give you a little example. My aunt, who's in her late 80s, she's got a neighbour who's bedridden and that neighbour uh, only has a carer come in once a day and she's bedridden and that's all she can get. So my aunt, you know, she's she's 88 or something. So she goes round at a certain time every day. Then another neighbour goes round another time of the day. Um, and they just, one makes her something to eat for, you know, in the morning. One checks in on her in the evening. And they've kind of worked out a rota, you know. And I think that's going to happen more and more, to be honest, because we're kind of stuck yeah. otherwise. You're absolutely right. How amazing is your aunt for, for help? Yeah. She probably enjoys it as well because she's got a purpose, you know, Yeah. Um, and she's doing good. So, and then, you know, you just hope that that, that, that somebody will do that for her, um, you know, if, if that if that time came. So it, there's a, a definitely a, a community spirit that we used to rely on and a community connection that we used to rely on that's maybe coming back now. So, Catherine, I hope I hope you've got yeah. some kind of good community around you or family or, you know, just that one person if you can think of them. Otherwise, me and Kelly will pop round. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, do you know, I think it's quite nice that people get in touch and ask us to discuss certain things. I like that idea, you know, in any way. It kind of, it's nice, isn't it? Well, now we've all got to know each other properly. <laughs> Um, I think it's the least we can do Uh, I'd really enjoy that so you know if you have got any questions just pop us a a line either on the website or DM us on uh, Instagram I love it it's nice to be back with you although it'd be nice if I was actually in the flesh with you but it is lovely to be back with you yeah and you it's a good start this one to season 12 our hot mess mums telling it like it is Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. A massive thanks goes out to Kuka for sponsoring us. We love working with them and really love our wonderful Kuka taps. They're so handy around the house, especially for busy mums like us. They let us make a coffee or brew in seconds and let the kids that are a little bit older uh, make simple foods like noodles or pasta all on their own. To find out more and have a look at Kuka's range of smart looking functional taps, then head over to their website. It's kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. 